1: No, what are we talking about today, Erica? I
0: don't know, Caitlin. What are we talking (laughs) about? I'm so excited. Do it, do it, do it, do it. The, 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 yes. Do you want me to say it? Yeah, please. The
1: Diet Love Pass.
0: Yes, ma'am. We are. (laughs) I'm so excited. The Diet Love Pass. We are talking about that. Okay, so. Have you ever seen, have you like looked this up and seen pictures? Uh...
1: Um, just what I watched on BuzzFeed Unsolved on Hulu. Okay. But other, everything else that I've heard about it has been through podcasts, so.
0: Highly recommend not looking at the photos.
1: Noted. Noted, okay. Is it brutal? Do they show, like, the...
0: Oh, yeah, they show all the bodies.
1: Oh, God. Yes, so. Okay, well, for (laughs) listeners who don't know what the Diet Love Pass is, um, that was a little, probably a little shocking to hear. Yes,
0: sorry. (laughs) But, um, I know we always have, like, the viewer discretion is advised in the beginning, but, like, just want to remind you, in case if y'all skip that part, please, mm. viewers discretion is advised, we will be talking about some heavy stuff, so.
1: This is, a uh, uh, very much a true crime, um, rel- not relevant, true crime- uh, I can't think of the word side by side uh true crime parallel that's not the word I'm trying to think of do you know what I'm trying to say no parallel I can't think of it it's basically it's basically true crime but it's also a conspiracy theory
0: right they they have like
1: they they overlap
0: right all right
1: all right get us into this
0: all right so adjacent adjacent Adjac- oh <laughs> I was like, adjacent. And then I
1: collectively True crime adjacent. Oh, fuck. I love that.
0: Adjacent! I'm so sorry. At first, I heard, like, Jason, and I was like, who the fuck is Jason? And then my I was dad. like, wait. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, (laughs) it's true crime adjacent parallel same thing
0: (laughs) adjacent
1: adjacent (laughs) oh my god okay i'm so sorry you're okay start your story (laughs) stop interrupting
0: (laughs) okay so The Love Pass incident was an event where nine Soviet trekkers passed away in the northern Ural Mountains between February 1st to the 2nd of 1959 in uncertain uh, uncertain circumstances. Wow. Say that ten times fast. No shit. Gosh dang. (laughs) (laughs) This experienced trekking group from the Ural Polytechnical Institute which was led by Dietlove established a camp on the eastern slopes of uh, Kola Sayaki? Sayaki? Beautiful, beautiful. I'm so sorry.
1: No, dude, Russian hu- <laughs> Russian sucks. If you
0: if <laughs> it's you try hard, to,
1: if you're gonna try and pronounce all of their names, uh, God bless you. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: no, I'm not gonna lie.
1: <laughs> I know there's I- like I know there's like two Yuris. Which we know from Stranger Things, so... Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Anyways, keep going.
0: In the Russian SFSR of the Soviet Union, during the night something caused them to cut away their tent and flee the campsite while not very dressed for the heavy snowfall and sub-zero temperatures. After the group's bodies were discovered, an investigation by the Soviet authorities determined that six of the nine had died from hypothermia while the other three had been killed by physical trauma. One of the victims had major skull damage, two of them had severe chest trauma, and another had a small crack in his skull. Four of the bodies were found lying in running water in a creek. Three of the four bodies had damaged soft tissue of the head and face two bodies were missing their eyes one of them was missing their tongue and had damaged eyebrows Mm -hmm. the investigation concluded that a compelling natural force had caused the deaths so many theories have been brought forth for the unexplained deaths including animal attacks hypothermia an avalanche catabolic winds infrasound induced panic military involvement or some combinations of all of these right 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 oh boy russia ended up opening a new investigation in 2019 conclusions were presented in july of 2020 how crazy that that was not too long ago
1: yeah no shit and in in, the midst of covid yeah dude
0: that an avalanche caused their deaths. They say survivors of the avalanche had been forced to suddenly leave their camp in low-visibility conditions with inadequate clothing and died of hypothermia. Andrew Curry. Sure. Beautiful. Deputy head of the regional prosecutors said, quote, It was a heroic struggle. There was no panic, but they had no choice to save themselves under the circumstances. Unquote. In twenty twenty one a study led by scientists from EPFL and E T H Zurich suggested that the type of what? Sorry, I don't know Zirk. what that means. <laughs> I don't know. Is it Yeah, I have no idea Zur- what those mean. Is it
1: Zurich? Is it Switzerland? Oh Zurich Maybe. Is it Z U R I C H? Yes. Yeah, that's Zurich. It's a it's a um a city in Switzerland. Oh, okay. The only reason I know that is because that's where Christina Yang went in
0: Grey's Anatomy, so. Oh, nice. (laughs) See, and they say TV shows don't teach us anything.
1: Are you kidding me? I'm basically a surgeon. Yeah. I watched through Grey's Anatomy so many fucking times. (laughs) Scalpel. Scalpel. That's it. Push 10 of Epi. Don't tell me I'm not a surgeon.
0: (laughs) led by scientists from EPFL and ETH Zurich, suggested that the type of avalanche was known as a slab avalanche, and that could explain some of the group's injuries. And if I remember by the picture, a slab avalanche is kind of like... Like a big old slab of
1: snow just slides down and scoops it out. Yes, yes. That's terrifying. No thanks. No thanks. I hate snow the way it is, so...
0: More in-depth, the group was formed as a skiing trip across the northern Urals in... Oh, for, I think it's For Ferdolsk. For for Oblast.
1: Oh, I, I literally don't know, dude. I can't. With Russian, there are too many consonants, and I don't... I, I, can't, I can't.
0: Soviet Union. Beautiful. Can say that. Prosecutor Temple Love said there were documents found in the tent. It suggests that the expedition was named for the 21st Congress of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union and was possibly dispatched (gasps) by... Yes.
1: Uh, Erica?
0: Yes. What happened? Are you not recording? What happened? I am
1: recording, but today's Tuesday. Yeah. I don't think I I ever... I don't think I ever uploaded the episode. Did you upload it to the drive?
0: Yeah.
1: (gasps) I'm the worst. Today's Tuesday, isn't it? Fucking fuck. Okay. I'm sorry. God damn it, I'm the worst. That's the first time I've ever done that. I'm sorry. I'm
0: the worst. It's okay. Stuff happens. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Woo sa woo and was possibly dispatched by the local Komsomol organization. Igor was a 23-year-old radio engineering student at the Ural Polytechnical Institute. He was the leader who brought this group of nine people together. Most of them were classmates and peers at the university. The group originally consisted of eight men and two women, but one member that started the hike uh, later turned back to health issues. Each of the members was an experienced grade two hiker with ski tour experience and would soon be receiving a grade three certification once they returned from the expedition. At that time, grade three was known as the highest certification available in the Soviet Union and required candidates to traverse 300 kilometers. So these
1: these people knew what (laughs) they were doing.
0: Yes. It's not
1: like they were just like, oh, hey, let's go hike. And then they did and they died.
0: Like, right. Yeah. Very experienced. Yes. The route they took was designed by Igor's group to reach the far northern regions of Svrdalusk Oblast in the upper streams of the Luzva River. The route was approved by the Sverdolusk City Route Commission. Okay, let's look it up. The route was approved by the city that we are speaking of, route commission. The goal of the expedition was to reach Otorten, a mountain about 6.2 miles north of the site where the incident occurred. The group arrived by train in Ivdel in the early hours of January 25th, 1959. They then took a truck to Vizhai, Vizhai, Mm-hmm. They spent the night there and they also bought loaves of bread to keep their energy levels up for the following day's hike. January 27th they began their trek towards Gora Otartan. January 28th one of the members Yuri Yudin who suffered from several health complications or health ailments mm-hmm. which rheumatism and congenital heart defect. So he turned back around Also, due to uh, knee pain and joint pain, that made him unable to continue the trek. So, Couldn't hike because he's got a bad back. (laughs) Yes. Well, bad bad knees, knees, but... Bad heart. Same. Diaries and cameras were found around their last campsite and made it possible to track the group's route up to the day preceding the incident. January 31st, the group arrived at the edge of a highland area and began to prepare for climbing. The following day the hikers started to move through the pass. It seemed they planned to get over the pass and make camp for the next night on the opposite side. But because of the worsening weather conditions, they lost their direction and deviated west towards the top of Kolot Sak. Oh
1: wait, that's the one that I saw.
0: Hot or some shit. Kolot
1: Si- Siakal. Beautiful. Colap so good. That's what I'm going with.
0: They soon realized their mistake and the group decided to set up camp there on the slope of the mountain rather than move 0.93 miles downhill to a foresty area that would have offered some shelter from the awful weather.
1: That seems kind of like, that, sam- that sounds dumb to me.
0: Uh, before leaving for this trip, Igor agreed that he would send out a telegram to their sports club once the group returned to Vizhi, Vizhi. Vizho. High probably? They expected to be back no later than February 12th, but Igor told Yuri before he left the group that it may be longer. When February 12th passed and no messages had been received, there was no immediate reaction because delays of a few days were common with expeditions. February 20th, the traveler's relatives demanded a rescue mission and the head of institute sent the first rescue groups consisting of volunteer students and teachers. Later, military and police forces became involved. Planes and helicopters were ordered to join the mission as well. February 26th, search, uh, yeah, searchers found the group's abandoned and badly damaged tent.
1: Oh
0: boy. Yeah. So, McHale's... Sharvin, the student who found the tent said quote the tent was half torn down and covered with snow it was empty and all the group's belongings and shoes had been left behind unquote that
1: i that yeah. it's mm. a bit weird right yeah the shoes but there is something that I've heard in every podcast that I have listened to about this. And if you, don't, if you don't mention it, then I will. But I don't want to steal your thunder. Okay, just remember it. Okay, I will.
0: Okay. Investigators said the tent had been cut open from the inside. Nine sets of footprints were found and looked like they were only wearing socks or a single shoe or even barefoot. The steps led down to the edge of a nearby woods. 500 meters later the tracks stopped and were covered by snow at the forest edge under a large siberian pine they found visible remains of a fire okay this is the trigger warning from here on out really like we're going to talk about like how how the bodies were were found yes basically okay There they found the first two bodies, shoeless and dressed in only underwear. The branches on the tree above them were broken up to five meters high, which suggested that one of the skiers climbed up to look for something, maybe like a camp.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Between the found campsite and the pine tree, they found three more of the travelers who died in poses suggesting that they were attempting to return to the tent they were found three hundred, four hundred and 630 meters away from the tree it took over two months to find the last four remaining travelers they were finally found may 4th under four meters of snow further into the woods from the pine tree three of the four were better dressed than the others and there were signs that some clothing of those who had died first had been removed uh, for use by others so
1: so if some of the bodies were found under four you said 4 meters? Yeah. How many meter or how many feet is 4 meters? Uh 13 feet. Holy shit. 13 feet of snow, that's like two very tall men's worth of of bo- of snow.
0: Right. Like how how did how do you like find someone under 13 feet of
1: snow? Right. Well, snow is heavy. I mean, it's yeah. not like, you can literally like suffocate from a fucking avalanche burying you or like if you build an igloo and it collapses you can fucking like die that that right. shit can suffocate you so it's no joke oh that's terrifying mm-hmm. 13 feet of snow <clears throat> oh yeah
0: Whew. okay now that my claustrophobia is in uh. full swing here <laughs> a legal inquest was started immediately after the first five bodies were found The medical examination found no injuries that could have led to their deaths. It was concluded they all passed away from hypothermia. One of them did have a small crack on his skull, but was determined to not be a fatal wound. Examination of the four bodies that were found in May shifted the narrative of the incident. Three of the travelers had fatal injuries. One had major skull damages, and the other two had major chest fractures. Damn. Oh, this is one hell of a name, Boris Raz Vozrazhdenny. Sure, sure. Boris. <laughs> All right.
1: My name's <laughs> Boris. <laughs> it's from freaking Men in Black. Oh, <gasps> Boris the animal. He goes, it's just Boris.
0: Here come the Men in Black. <laughs> men in Black. Uh
1: huh. Okay, so Boris, Boris,
0: <laughs> the force that required to cause such damage would have been extremely high, basically comparable to something that would have happened in a car crash.
1: Right? Could a could a um, an avalanche
0: actually cause that much damage? That's a really good question. Like, because because like if this guy knew knew that or didn't know that would he have asked that sort of question you know what i mean right or said something like like he's just kind of questioning like hey like y'all got some injuries that could happen in a car crash like why how could an avalanche do that maybe i don't know right oh i don't know i would think
1: because okay think about the um surface area of like a, a car compared mm-hmm. to the surface area of a fucking slab avalanche you know what I mean right I, I guess it I guess the the avalanche could be the same size as a car but mm-hmm. I was thinking it would be much larger right so I, I don't I don't know
0: though the bodies had no external wounds associated with the bone fractures as if they had been subjected to a high level of pressure so maybe like the Pressure of the snow shouldn't have done what it did. Question mark.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I feel like I don't really know that a uh, unless there's a bunch of ice and like a like a block of ice falls on you. I don't necessarily know that a slab of snow could exert enough force to crack your chest right like your sternum if like i said if it were like a like a block of ice but that's not i don't i don't know that right, doesn't yeah. that doesn't feel um doesn't feel as uh, plausible to me
0: right um all right another trigger warning all four travelers that were found in the bottom of the creek had soft tissue damage to their heads and faces for example, one of them had their tongue, eyes and part of their lips, as well as facial Whoa. tissue and a fragment of skull bone. While Whoa, another man. one Yeah, while another one had their eyes missing. So there were two that had her eyes missing? Uh, let's see, for example. Yes. Yes. Ew. Oh, and, that's yeah. and their eyebrows too. How does that even That's basically why, like, the case kind of opened again because they were kind of like, um...
1: How could their eyes be missing unless they were removed?
0: Right. The forensic expert performing the post-mortem examination judged that the injuries happened post-mortem due to the location of the bodies in the stream. There was a thought that the indigenous Mansi people, which are uh, reindeer herders local in that area had attacked and murdered the group for encroaching upon their lands. Several mansees were interrogated, but the investigation indicated that the nature of the deaths did not support this hypothesis. Only the traveler's footprints were visible, and there was no sign of struggle. Oh, okay. In 1997, it was revealed that the negatives from one of the traveler's cameras were kept in a private archive of one of the investigators leave Ivanov. I probably
1: ivanov i don't fuck i don't know i don't speak russian i don't know why ivanov. i'm telling you what it might be
0: the film was donated by lev's daughter to the diet love foundation
1: wait so the one of the investigators kept the negatives of one of the people who died yes camera but yes. they weren't admitted into evidence
0: no, yeah, he kept it, like, I bet, I guess he had, like, a private, like, like, thing for himself that he would just, like, keep shit. Because I think, I think a lot of, um, investigators do that, like. I don't think so that's they can, allowed. Well, I think it's because, like, so they can come back to it if they need to, like.
1: Right, but I mean, um, uh, police, um. I don't think
0: it's, like, you know, like, at home, personal.
1: Right, probably in their office at work or whatever, Mm -hmm. just but they can i mean but like they can keep it in evidence at the the um police station and
0: well then again it said it was donated by his daughter so how did his daughter get it yeah whatever well that's weird i guess it's russia who knows the diaries of the hikers fell into russia's public domain in 2009 February 2019, Russian authorities reopened the investigation of the incident. Although three possible explanations were being considered, an avalanche, a slab avalanche, or a hurricane. I'm sorry, a hurricane? A hurricane. On a mountain? Yes, ma'am. The possibility of a crime had been discounted.
1: Um, uh, I'm stuck on the hurricane.
0: I'm stuck on the hurricane. <laughs> I'm I'm, one.
1: I don't think... Uh, okay, okay,
0: just these things just doesn't belong here.
1: Okay, I'm looking at a map of where okay. the Diet Love passes. mm mm-hmm. And to me, it looks as though um, It would have to be a very, 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 very large hurricane hmm. to reach
0: all the way inland like that. Okay. Okay, sorry. Okay, no, you're fine. Some comments were brought up about the incident, one being a 12-year-old boy who later became the head of the Diet Love Foundation. He went to five of the hikers' funerals, and he stated that their skin had a deep brown tan. In Russia, the hikers had a deep brown tan. Yes, like that's what their bodies look like.
1: Okay, I mean, I guess you can get,
0: like, s- like
1: snowburn the same way you yeah, can get Yeah, and it was questionable.
0: Burned. It was questionable why their skin was brown. Okay. Yes. What conspiracies, man. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> Another group of hikers that were about 50 kilometers south of the incident reported that they saw strange orange spheres in the sky. <clears throat> Aliens. Exactly. And they saw it... Like the same night of the incident. Mm, aliens. Aliens, it has to be. <laughs> S- similar spheres were observed in Ivedale? Evedale? Sure. sure. And adjacent areas. Adjacent! Con- <laughs> continually during the period of February to March of 1959 by various witnesses. These mm. sightings were not noted in the investigation. It's because the Russians and the aliens are working together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm some investigators began to say a theory was there was a huge argument in the group that got out of hand and maybe related to a romantic encounter i guess there was a history of dating between several several of the uh, travelers okay and that could explain some of the lack of clothes (laughs) some theories included that the kgb or murderous prisoners escaped and were to fault. So it was either the KGB or some murderous prisoners that had escaped.
1: Um, IG Jim Hopper. <laughs>
0: yeah. Some even claim that the group was murdered by a mink, which is Russia's version of a Yeti. Krypton. <gasps> I was getting ahead of myself. Yes. <gasps> we should remember that. Mink.
1: mink or mank i'm not sure it's russia
0: sure which could have had the force of some of the questionable injuries some of them had small amounts of radiation was found on some of the bodies so theories went crazy and some thought the group was killed by some sort of secret radioactive weapon after stumbling into secret government testing oh yeah oh oh Okay, oh. that's, I mean, that's,
1: that feels more, more uh, plausible to me than a, a Yeti.
0: <laughs> you don't believe in the Yeti? I mean, uh, <laughs> The Abominable snowman?
1: Maybe, but what if he wants to be called the adorable snowman? Uh, you
0: know that was what, a, I was about was to. A,
1: that was a Monsters, Inc. reference. Did you get it? Okay, what was what was happening? Oh, uh, that was actually all. Okay, okay. That's all okay. I had. Yeah, that's so, all I
0: had for a conspiracy, so it's like aliens, a yeti, the secret government stuff. Testing. Right, right, right. So,
1: um you did mention the uh them not having as many clothes on. Yeah. So, um, obviously one of the the causes for what they thought Or how they thought they that some of the people died was hypothermia. And so, the reason that some of those people uh, who died of hypothermia were not wearing as many clothes, it's called paradoxical undressing. So, basically, it's like you, whenever you um, get hypothermia, your body somehow, I'm not a scientist or a doctor, so I don't, I'm not putting this probably the way it's supposed to be but your body like tells you that you're too hot when you have hypothermia even though your body temperature is extremely low so you start like taking your like hy- um, uh hallucinating and so you start taking your clothes off because you think that taking your clothes off will cool you off but you really need to be warmed up so <clears throat> they take their clothes off to warm themselves up and then they die because oh, they're That's too cold.
0: interesting.
1: Yeah, so paradoxical undressing is one thing that I've heard from uh, all of the podcasts that I listen to about this. Mm-hmm. They, uh, yeah, it's uh, pretty intense. But yeah, that's the thing that I was gonna say earlier, but didn't want to steal your thunder. No,
0: oh, thank you for saying that. I, yeah. that was n- I did not read anything about that, and that's actually quite interesting. Yeah,
1: it's it's that's um let's let's go theory by theory here. So mm-hmm. we started with. Aliens, that tracks because they saw the the orange spheres. That makes sense to me. Um, mm-hmm. But um, most people who are abducted by aliens that we have talked about do not uh, get injured after mm-hmm. their um, experience. So why would the aliens who hypothetically abducted these people, kill them like that. Right. Unless there's something like maybe they tried to erase their memories and it didn't work and so they were like, well, just kill them. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. It, that just doesn't feel like an alien thing to do.
0: <laughs> right, yeah.
1: <laughs> I would like to think that aliens are cool dudes. Cool little dudes. You know, they're just like, studying our brains and trying to figure out why the fuck we are the way we are. I don't I, mean, I don't know. And then the the yeti, the the mank mink m- m- the yeti mm-hmm. that um to me honestly uh, given all of their injuries, the like skull injuries and the fucking cracked chest, that sounds like maybe a large animal attack. So potentially an alien or not an alien, a Yeti. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know, but I don't know. I guess their injuries don't necessarily uh, coincide with a government um, testing site, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: especially not with all of like physical injuries. Maybe the, the one who was missing their tongue and eyes and whatever the fuck else. Right. But, I don't know. This one, and this is why this is so interesting to me, because who the fuck knows? Right. Like, There's I, no way nobody,
0: to know. Nobody knows. They're, uh, sadly, they're all gone. That yeah. n- saw what happened. Well, even the guy
1: who, like, before the, the trek Yuri. actually started, yeah, one of the Yuris, he, um, even he, I feel like, has come out and been, like, no, this isn't something they would do. Like, right? This these aren't behaviors that they they would have exhibited. Like, they would have gone back down to the the covered area with the forest. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. This one gets me.
0: Yeah, it's very uh, strange. Um, I'm actually glad I ran across this because I've never heard of uh, this before, and I was actually searching for topics and this was one of them because it was, like, on a list for, like, some of the most creepiest conspiracy theories or some, something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I looked into it, and I was like, oh, this is it. And I actually got, like, I don't think I've ever wrote a script in a day. I wrote it all in, like, just, like, two to three hours.
1: Yeah, because it's just so
0: intriguing. Yeah, it- it was like it's very was, interesting. Yeah, I was highly invested. I
1: don't I don't particularly have a um a way that I that I sway like there's not a one theory that I feel like happened because there isn't one that has been presented that fully um Count That accounts for all of the injuries, all of the evidence, all of the everything. There right, isn't one theory that, that takes responsibility for all of the other weird shit.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: this one, I just don't, I don't have an opinion on this one, really.
0: Yeah, same. Like, it's just one of those things that was, I don't know, yeah. Like, crazy and sad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And I really hope that it wasn't anything to do with the government, I hope. That the government wouldn't do that, but... Damn. Do you have thoughts? Uh, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. And definitely. To poor souls. Yeah, and to those poor families. I mean, they were oh, all college students. Like, I they think, were... Yeah, they
0: were our age. Like,
1: like, our age and younger than us. Like...
0: Yeah, I think it was, like, 21 to 23. Jesus 24. Christ. And then, I think, Igor, the one that, um, like... Brought everyone together was 38, I believe.
1: Damn. Yeah. So he wasn't even old. Oh, my Lord Jesus. Yeah. This one is... This one gets me. I have no... I don't... I don't think it was an avalanche. I just... How is that bitch missing her tongue?
0: Right, yeah. It's very... It's... Yeah, it's questionable. And, like, even when you look at, like, the photos, there is a photo of, like, the tent like it to me I mean I've never experienced an avalanche so I probably shouldn't be talking but like to me I feel like like that wasn't much of an avalanche like right you could it see It would have where demolished the tent, the tent right Well okay
1: and um the the so, what the footprints so when they found the footprints there were only nine sets of footprints but how could they have proven that the nine sets of footprints that were there belonged to those of the nine people that of the nine travelers
0: because i'm sure that they like matched you know what i mean like oh like she's missing a sock or she's she's missing like her shoe but she's wearing one sock and then the other foot's barefoot like Hmm. i don't know maybe they did deep into that I don't know. Right. I guess they would have to, they would have to like do a little bit
1: more forensic, not not quite forensic, but a little more um, just general detective work to try to figure that out. But yeah. Right. Yeah. God, this one just, there's no good answer. There's Mm -hmm. no good answer. It's not an avalanche. I can tell you that. Maybe, maybe the avalanche is what buried the people. Was it one person or more than one person that was buried under 13 feet of snow? Uh,
0: Four. There was four people, I believe.
1: Okay. So maybe they got dead and then there was an avalanche that buried them and that's why they were so difficult to find. But Mm -hmm. I don't think it was an avalanche that killed them. Right. That doesn't feel right to me. Right. But. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll shut up now. (laughs) No, you're good. This one one gets me. I I have a lot of of thoughts about it but okay well i'm gonna uh go ahead and uh you know post the episode that was supposed to come out 12 hours ago so and then i'm gonna post a an apology on, <laughs> on uh facebook and instagram so beautiful all right well that is all we have for you today listeners uh, we will catch you guys next week uh we're almost done with this season erica this is Holy episode shit. 16. Wow. It's crazy. It's fast. Yeah, no shit. All right. Well, we will catch you guys next week. Bye.
0: Oh, goodbye forever.
1: Thank you for listening to Mysterious Ish. All episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast directory. Follow us on social media at Mysterious Ish Pod. If you have topic suggestions, questions, or stories to share, you can email us at mysteriousishpod at gmail.com or visit our website at mysteriousishpod.com. Make sure to come back next week for another discussion about the mysteries of the universe.